podcast. I really hope you like it. I have to tell you about my friends at Simply Earth. They are doing some incredible work. If you love essential oils, you have to check out Simply Earth. If you want the air in your home to be toxin-free, well, you need to check out Simply Earth as well. First of all, I just got to tell you, I love the smell of my studio. I love the smell of my house. When I've got the Simply Earth essential oils recipes rocking, they send this box to your house once a month. When you subscribe for $39, you get over $150 in value. They send four full-size essential oils and all these ingredients that you need to make six natural recipes. So there's these awesome cards in every box. Every box has a theme, by the way. This theme is toxin-free face care. My wife says thank you. They send 100% pure essential oils. Oils, all these different recipes. So it's basically like one of those meal subscription kits, but it's way more fun. It's not edible though, so don't try eating it. Just enjoy the smell and the peace of knowing that your air is toxin free. So cool. You got to check it out. Here's the best part Simply Earth donates 13% of their profits to help end human trafficking. Essential oils that are changing the world. So when you receive your monthly box, you know that you too are changing the world by taking a stand against human trafficking. So go to simplyearth.com slash west and use the code west. This is just for my listeners. You get a free $20 gift card with your first recipe box when you subscribe today. Go to simplyearth.com slash west. Get your $20 gift card. Subscribe today. Simply Earth is simply amazing. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some lavender to smell. <sighs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special VIP Q&A episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I hope you really like it. So what's the VIP Q&A episode? Well, at the end of every month, we do a special episode where I get to turn the microphone around and you get to talk to me. You are the star. You tell me your stories. You ask me your questions. Can you believe that this podcast has been a thing? It's been in existence for two months already. Time sure flies. You know, it's just like the old famous quote. I think Benjamin Franklin said this, time flies when you're in a pandemic. Don't Google that. Just take my word for it. Hey, real quick, I want to let you know about something really special that's taking place on October 16th at 7 p.m. Central. Three words. Are you ready? West Fall Fest. Say it with me. West Fall Fest. Come on, people. West Fall. Okay. That's a little much, but it's going to be exciting. I'm getting the band together for one night only live from the Story House. Now, a few months ago, we did West Fest in honor of all the summer festivals that were canceled, and we had such a good time singing with you guys from all around the country. This live virtual event was so much fun. We decided we had to do it again. So what separates this one from the last one? Well, for starters, the name, silly. We added a word. It's not West Fest. It's West Fall Fest. So picture pumpkin carving, candy corns, jumping in piles of leaves, candles that smell like pumpkin pie, and it just, I mean, flannel shirts, haystacks, hay rides, corn mazes. It's all going to be there at West Fall Fest. Now, there is a small ticket 
to go with this. I know I've done a lot of free shows online throughout the year, but this is a chance for me to get my musicians and film people, all the people that I normally employ throughout the year, to get them together and allow them to do what they do best. I've got some of the best people around, and I can't wait for them to be able to make music with me for you. And you can support your local musician. So go to matthewwest.veeps.com. That's matthewwest.veeps.com to get your ticket. They're 10 bucks, but as a listener of this podcast, you get a discount. You get $1 off when you use the code MWPODCAST, okay? $1 off when you use the code MWPODCAST. Go to matthewwest.veeps.com and join us for West Fall Fest, October 16th at 7 p.m. And remember, if for some reason you can't join us on the 16th after that live stream, I'll leave the link up just for you for an entire week so you can watch the show over and over again for like a thousand times if you want to. It's up to you. So West Fall Fest, it's going to be epic. Join us. And without further ado, let's jump into the VIP Q&A and take our first call. Hey, Matthew. My name is Polly, and I live in Indiana, and I just had a quick question. Who sings the little kids part of your intro to your podcast? It's stuck in my head all the time. I catch myself singing in, hello, hello, when I'm going down the road, and I just was really curious if those are your daughters, and if they are, they're so cute. So that's it. Thanks, Matthew, for an awesome podcast. Bye-bye. Polly in Indiana, thanks for your call. By the way, Polly, you have such a friendly voice. I feel like I feel like if I came over to your guys' house in Indiana that there might be like a fresh baked apple pie on the counter and you might pour me a cold glass of whole milk and I would gag a little bit, but then I would politely accept it and then I would eat the apple pie and we would play checkers or something. You just sound really friendly. Your name's Polly and you live in Indiana. It's all working for me there. So thanks for the call, Polly. And so glad that you brought up the theme song of the podcast. Can we all just kind of stop for a minute and marvel at the brilliance of that composition? Dare I say that's the greatest song I've ever written (laughs) in my life? Okay, I'm being sarcastic. It's I know it's highly annoying. But I'm glad that Polly in Indiana finds herself humming it. And to answer your question, Polly, yes, that was cheap labor, i.e. my daughters, Lulu and Delaney, and Emily West. I actually got Emily to make a rare appearance behind the microphone as a vocalist. She'll join me from time to time to talk about different things on the podcast, but to get her to sing, man, that was something special. So Lulu, Delaney, and Emily were the guest singers on that podcast, and I'm hoping you don't turn me in for breaking a child labor law of some sort, but uh, they're my daughters, and I'm sure I've paid them in some form or fashion because, let's be honest, all my money goes to them anyway. So I'm glad you enjoy the theme song, and I'll tell Lulu, Delaney, and Emily that you love their singing as well. They'll be happy. You know what? Let's listen to that theme song right now. Can we just go back to that again? I want to get this stuck in every listener's head today. You'll thank me later, or you'll be mad at me later. It's okay. Seriously, I, I, I do. Hey, Matthew. My name is Bob. I'm from Houston, Texas. 
long-time caller, short-time listener. My question for you is, what is your favorite comedian that you've ever toured with on Festival Candias? I'll hang up and listen to your answer now. (laughs) I know that voice, and I know exactly who that is. And uh, my favorite comedian that I've ever gone on tour with goes by the name of Bob Smiley, and he is sure to leave you smiling and laughing Bob, thanks for your call. If you guys don't follow Bob, go find him on social media. He's got his own podcast, by the way, and this was probably just his way of trying to get me to make a mention about it. So there it is, Bob. My very first tour as a signed recording artist, I had done independent tours for years before I could get a record deal. Then I signed a record deal, had my first song more, about to hit the radio, And I got an opportunity for a tour called Festival Con Dios, which was owned by the Newsboys. And when I talk about this tour, I break out in a cold sweat and have flashbacks, like some sort of PTSD. I was uh, in a van down by the river. No, I'm just kidding. I was in a van with my band. We couldn't afford a bus. And so we would drive all night in the van, taking turns driving. And then we had a little TV mounted with bungee cords in between the two front seats and we taped down a Sony PlayStation above it. And so we would sit in the back and play Madden football while we drove all night. And then we would show up in every city completely wiped out, completely exhausted. And all the rock stars would be getting off their tour buses around noon after sleeping like little rock star babies on their buses. And, uh, boy, can you tell I was getting just a little bit bitter and it was only my first ever tour, but those kind of things, man, they test your fire. They test your drive. And that was a tour where I met Bob Smiley. He was on the tour and he would do like a comedy routine at every show. And, uh, man, get to meet some incredible people, some awesome people on the road. One of my worst memories from that tour was one day some kids Thought it would be funny. Now, it was super hot all around the country. It's a summer tour. We had left the windows of this 15-passenger van, which had all of our belongings in it, by the way. We left the windows just kind of propped open a little bit. You know how you can kind of open them a little bit in those vans. And some kids got a hold of a couple of fire extinguishers, and we came back to our van after the show, and it looked like a white Christmas inside of our van. They had let those fire extinguishers loose in our van. Ah, awful, awful. We had to go to a car wash and clean it off and then drive all night to the next city. But, uh, you know, hey, humble, humble beginnings. So thanks for that trip down memory lane, Bob Smiley. And everybody go check out Bob Smiley on social media. Go check out his podcast. He is a truly funny individual. Hi, Mr. West. My name is Eliana, and I live in Ethiopia. My family and I listen to you online all the time, but we would like to see you in person. Is it possible for you to do a concert in Africa? Have a blessed day. Well, shout out to Eliana, listening all the way from Ethiopia. Hello, Eliana, and God bless you and your family. Thank you for the kind words. Thanks for listening to my music and for listening to this podcast. 
I tell you what, it is such a cool thing. I feel like I get a front row seat to see how God works and how he takes the things that we do when we glorify him and he multiplies them and he reaches people that you might never even begin to imagine. And so just your call today, Eliana, makes me smile thinking that this podcast has made it all the way to Ethiopia. And to answer your question, I would love nothing more than to travel to Africa to sing for you and your family. As you might have noticed, there's not a lot of concerts going on anywhere right now. 2020 has been the year of canceled concerts, not played concerts. So uh, international travel has been a tough thing too, but I sure hope that this world gets back to some sense of normalcy and I would love the chance to travel to Africa and sing my songs. And until then, it means so much knowing that you and your family are listening. So be safe out there. God bless Eliana. How cool is that? You know what I'm thinking? I'm going to get Eliana's address and I'm going to send her a special gift in the mail all the way to Ethiopia. So Eliana, my team's going to be in touch with you. I'm going to send you a special gift just to say thank you for listening, okay? This is Julie Belden from Warren, Ohio, and I have a question. If you were with someone who was not saved and you knew that and you knew that they weren't saved and you were with them like the last five minutes of their life, what would you say to them to maybe convince them to be saved by the Lord? What would you say besides praying, but what would you actually say to that person? I'm really interested in your answer, so I hope you answer. Once again, this is Julie Belden from Warren, Ohio. Take care. Bye. Julie from Ohio. Great question. Wow. Pretty deep question, too. The first thing that comes to my mind is a true story from a woman named Wendy, I believe was her name. I actually posted her story in a book that I wrote called The Story of Your Life. And she described a situation very similar to this that actually involved she and her dad. Now, she was estranged from her dad. Her dad just really wasn't a dad to her, had made a lot of bad decisions, and they didn't have a relationship. And she had some deep wounds from that. And yet she received word that her dad was nearing the end of his life in older age and in the hospital. And this woman decided that instead of holding on to her grudge, even though she had some deep deep pain, mourning the fact that she never really had the father that she felt she deserved or needed, she decided to go sit by his bedside and be with him in his last days. And I remember Wendy wrote to me and she said that as she sat with her dad, some healing really took place. And at one point he had this moment of clarity and he said something really heavy. And I'll never forget when she wrote this to me, I guess her dad looked at her and he just said, I missed it didn't I? I missed it. I think about those three words. I missed it. You think about a guy on his deathbed looking at his adult daughter and realizing just by her act of love and forgiveness of being there, 
he is suddenly feeling this wave of regret washing over him. But what she said to him in response, I thought was really important. And maybe it's a fitting answer to what you just asked me. She said, well, you're not missing it now. You're here now. And that's what matters. And it's not too late. And she had a chance to pray with her dad. If you believe that the gospel is true, if you believe that we really serve a God who leaves the 99 to find the one, who lifts up the woman caught in the act of adultery and and tells her to go and sin no more, if you believe in a Savior who stretched out his arms on a cross and paid the ultimate price for all of our sins, then you are free to believe that it's never too late. As long as you're living, as long as you're breathing, as long as your heart is beating, you can come home. You can be the prodigal who returns home to the Father and find that those arms are still open wide. And so I think about that moment, that scene, that picture, that picture of redemption and that picture of salvation. A guy who made a lot of mistakes, who wasn't the dad or the husband that he needed to be, who then realized he had missed it. I don't know that there are sadder words to hear spoken. And I know this, I don't want to speak those words at the end of my life. So if you have the opportunity or find yourself in the situation to to be with somebody who doesn't know Jesus, whether they're in the final days of their life or whatever situation they might find themselves in, you have the opportunity to show love, to show kindness, and to show forgiveness. And in doing so, God will use you to be a light, and maybe, just maybe, they'll decide that they don't want to miss it anymore. Thanks for your question, Julie. Everything that really mattered was right in front of me this whole time. Open up my eyes, Lord. Keep me in the moment just like this. Before the beautiful things we love become the beautiful things we miss. Hey, Matthew. My name is Frank. I'm from Atlanta. My wife and I have been living here for about three years. I got transferred down here from Pittsburgh, got a job. A year and a half later, I lost that job. And now here I am, diagnosed as positive with coronavirus. And we've been struggling financially and went through a bankruptcy. We're having a lot of issues and problems. So I've been praying to God for help. And I believe and trust that he will continue to help us. I love your music. It's very inspirational. It's very uplifting. It keeps me uh, focused and and grounded with God, and I think that's what's really getting me through all of this. So I ask for prayers. I ask for you to continue to write music that will continue to lift me and be inspiring to me and others, and thank you so much for what you do. Appreciate it. Bye. Appreciate the call, Frank, from Atlanta, and I appreciate your honesty for letting the truth be told. You know, no sugarcoating it, Sounds like you've fallen upon some hard times with coronavirus and financial and job struggles. There's a whole lot of people in that boat. My prayers are with you and your wife in Atlanta. Hey, one thing that comes to mind is Psalm 46. As I heard you talking, I I was thinking about that verse. Verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. I love that. Ever-present, meaning all the time, right here right now, in the middle of your recovery from coronavirus, in the middle of your recovery from bankruptcy. Man, it sounds like you've had more than your fair share of trials and can't wait to hear the comeback story that's being written with your life, Frank. So keep us posted. Keep in touch with me. Thanks for the call. And uh, never forget, you have an ever-present help in trouble. 
In this world you will have trouble But I have overcome the world So take heart and take a breath Let me lift that heavy weight up off your chest And take my hand I know it's looking dark When the world falls all around you I won't let you fall apart Hi, this is Paula Dahlman from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'd like to know who taught you how to play guitar. Have a great day. Paula, the short answer to that is loneliness taught me to play the guitar. <laughs> it's amazing what you can accomplish when you are all alone and got nothing but time on your hands and no friends in sight. I was a freshman in college and I was no longer known for my athletics, for the sports I was playing. You know, in high school, that was my identity, was the football player, basketball player, baseball player. Well, mostly football and baseball, not so much basketball, but that's another story. All of a sudden, you know, I moved to college and I was a music major. And yet the university, for some reason, put me in a dorm where it was like the entire football team from the university. And so literally everybody on my floor was a football player except for me and my roommate. And we were music majors. And so, I mean, you talk about like oil and water at first. Like this was before like the glee days where it was like cool to be in music Instead, you were kind of like ostracized a little bit. You know, everybody was a little skeptical of the singer in the house who uh, didn't put on a football helmet and go to practice with him, you know. And so I remember going to Walmart and I bought a poster at Walmart and it was called the Chord Finder. Basically, what it was is it just showed you where to put your fingers to play all of the basic chords. And so, mind you, I'm studying music. I'm going to incredibly demanding classes, learning the ins and outs of music theory and all the stuff that was way over my head. But then I would come home from class, shut my dorm room door, sit by myself with a guitar in my hands, and I would look up at that poster, and that poster, and John Mellencamp, and a lot of lonely nights taught me how to play guitar real quick. What's crazy is the football team, when they were coming to and from practice, would start walking by my dorm room and hear me playing guitar, and little by little, we would strike up a friendship. Before too long, they were knocking on the door of my dorm and saying, hey, play us a song, music man, which led to being invited to play concerts at the frat houses, which were some of my first shows. So pretty crazy how music brought people together, and uh, that was the start of my whole career. So thanks to that poster from Walmart. This segment is also sponsored by... <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, let's take another caller. Hey, Matthew Wes. It's Christina from Knoxville, Tennessee. One question is, when are you going to come back to Knoxville? I would love to see you perform again. I see you at the Tennessee Valley Fair a few years ago, and that was a blast. Just want to let you know that your music really inspired me and helped me a lot. I'm 37 now, but when I was 16, I got pregnant, and I had a child when I was 17. And I still struggled daily with the fact that I was saved as a freshman, but then I ended up getting pregnant. And here I was, a child of Christ, and I didn't know what to do with myself. And obviously turned to the wrong person and 
I don't know. It's still just a daily struggle that I have to deal with and still trying to get over. And I love your song, Strong Enough, because it reminds me that I am strong enough to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I really try to just think about that daily. But your music is amazing, and I love your podcast. And uh, what you're doing is an amazing work, and I thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Christina from Knoxville, Tennessee, with the lovely Southern accent. Thanks for your call. Thanks for sharing a bit of your story. That's the whole heartbeat of this podcast, you know, sharing our stories, the good, the bad, and the broken, and knowing that God can use it all because he sees it all and he has a plan to heal it all and shine through it all. So, you know, Christina, I've talked with so many people who still beat themselves up over a mistake that they made a long time ago. And boy, isn't that just like the enemy? Satan doesn't just want to knock you down. He wants to keep you down. He knocks you down by the mistakes that he gets you to make, but then he keeps you down by the shame, the guilt, and the regret that follows, and sometimes for weeks, months, years after. And it's one of those things, Christina, I feel like you and I can relate in this aspect, that we talk about and we sing about God's forgiveness, but man... When it comes to forgiving ourselves, we have an awful hard time letting ourselves off the hook. And I've written a lot about that, you know, just the importance of not just embracing God's forgiveness, but hey, let yourself off the hook. I always had this image of like two boxers in a ring getting ready for a big prize fight. And could you imagine how crazy it would be if the referee rang the bell for the fight to begin, and instead of the fighters going after each other, what if one fighter just started turning on himself and punching himself until he's in the corner, bloody, knocking himself out? It would look ridiculous. We'd all be thinking, what's that crazy guy doing? But really, in a spiritual sense, that's what a lot of us do to ourselves day in and day out. We continue to beat ourselves up over the mistakes we've made, and therefore we never fully step into the freedom that God offers us with his forgiveness. Christina, the scripture that comes to mind for you today is Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Nothing can mess up a day or mess up a life more than a cloud of guilt or condemnation. But thank God he gives us the perfect remedy in Jesus Christ, our Redeemer from sin, and its aftermath of guilt and condemnation. You know, I think of Jenny. Jenny wrote to me, her story inspired a song called The Healing Has Begun, back on the Story of Your Life record that I made. And Jenny wrote to me, and she had kept a secret of a terminated pregnancy for 35 years, didn't tell anybody. But then she set that secret free and and sent it to me. And, And now Jenny's gone on to do such great things. She volunteers at a crisis pregnancy center. In fact, I think I might have her on the show one of these days. Just a powerful example of what happens when we dare to believe that God's forgiveness is enough, and we can let ourselves off the hook and start walking in freedom and not in condemnation. Christina, thanks for your call. I have a feeling that what you just communicated, a lot of people can relate to, and maybe we all need that reminder today and every day that there is no condemnation. Hey, Matthew, I just wanted to come on here and say, Hello, my name is Josiah Sutton, and I'm from Cleveland, Tennessee. 
hey man, I just wanted to tell you, thank you. Thank you for being real and being genuine and never settling God's word for music. I love how it's all about God and Jesus because that's what we need in this world. We need artists like you who are not going to water down their message to get a bigger influence. You know, I've seen you in concert a few times and each and every time it's just, it's been so, so genuine. And I, I love that. So thank you. You know, I'm, uh, me and my wife are on the worship team at our church and it's artists like you that inspire me to make sure that it's not about me when I'm on stage. So, hey man, I just wanted to tell you thank you and just keep doing what you're doing. Loving the podcast. Thanks, man. Bye. Josiah coming in strong with the nice vocal performance in that call. That was impressive, Josiah. Good voice, dude. Thanks for the kind words. And uh, yeah, you know, I think on my last record, on the brand new album, there's a section leading into a song called Love on the Radio, which kind of tells my mission statement, sort of speaks to what you're talking about. It says, people ask me all the time, why do you choose Christian music? Wouldn't you reach more people if you were mainstream? This song is my answer. And the song goes on to talk about how, you know, I could muddy up my message. I could water down my words until nobody knows what I'm saying. But that ain't going to work. And I think just from the beginning of me writing songs, even if I tried to water down the message, it just didn't feel authentic to me. My faith in God is the driving force of my life. And if it's truly the driving force of my life, then it should be evident in everything I do, certainly everything I create. So in the music I create, you know, and in this podcast too, man, I want to make sure with every episode that I'm pointing to the one who can give us all hope in hopeless times. And uh, Josiah, man, appreciate you. I hope you and your wife continue to sing it loud on that worship team at church. And uh, you come and see me whenever I'm near Cleveland, Tennessee. Although I thought Cleveland was in Ohio. So, you know, geography's never been my strong suit, though. No, no, Jesus, like I know, no. Jesus thinking no, 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 the reason why I'm putting love on the radio, spreading joy everywhere I go. There's no way to hide my hole. Oh, no, All right, I think we've got Aiden on the line. Hello, my name is Aiden, and I am based in Pennsylvania. And man, I can't believe what God has done in my life. And I actually have the privilege of running my own businesses. I have five businesses, but God has made all of this happen. And it's so powerful because God has made me be able to do graphic designing, filmmaking, photography, a YouTube channel, and digital and online marketing. I've been doing since 2016, and I'm in sixth great so god is so powerful and we all were made in god's image it's so powerful and what god has done and he's taken time out of his schedule to have us be loved by him and i hope to be featured in the podcast make sure to listen to the by us you watch podcast wherever you are because it's amazing <laughs> aiden all right you were sucking up to me at the end there but I'll take it. I'll take it, dude. Aiden, wow. You should be a motivational speaker, too. My goodness. That was awesome, dude. 
I think Aiden's like taking over the world, sixth grade, and he's given all the credit to the God who made him. Man, if that doesn't fire you up to go make the most of today, stop listening to this podcast and go start doing something, then I don't know what will. Aiden, you're awesome, dude. Who knows, maybe one of these days you'll be graphically designing something for me. Holy cow, that kid's making me wonder what I'm doing with my life. All right, let's take a call from, I think her name is Zammy. That's fun to say. Zammy from Canada. What's going on? Hello, Matthew S. My name is Zammy, and I am calling from New Brunswick, Canada. I love your music. Big fan of your music. I especially love Take Heart. This is just so inspiring and becoming me. Lulu sure did kill the ending. It just really brings back memories with my mom, and I just love that song. Currently, I'm battling with a loss from losing my mother, and your music just really uplifts me, and I just want to thank you for that. To anyone out there who's maybe going through something similar, I just want you to know to hold on. Hold on to God, and I want to tell you something. Sometimes the things you expect to break you just end up making you. So don't lose hope. Maybe you just haven't seen it yet. I hope everyone's having a great day. Danny. Well, thanks for calling. I'm so sorry for your loss, and I'm glad that the music has been encouraging to you. You mentioned the song Becoming Me, and I appreciate the kind words about Lulu. She said Lulu killed it on that song. She did a great job. And that's a song about moms. It's a song about my mom and my daughter's mom, Emily. And the line says, anyone can see it's true. I'm becoming me because of you. So Zammy, I'm sure that every time people see you, the legacy of your mom will continue to live on. I did notice at the end of your call that you quoted a Danny Gokey song. So I'm going to have to deduct two points from your call but other than that really great call <laughs> thanks Zammy holding on I'm holding you so take heart and take a breath and let me lift that heavy weight up off your chest and take my hand I know it's hi Matthew West this is Brandy Gaston from Southeast Michigan kind of the fatty part of the palm if you point at your hand um, I'm listening to your VIP podcast, and I'm cracking up about Michigander Shoulder Handers. And I wanted to let you know that when you took over Family Life Radio last year, I was the grand prize winner of VIP meet and greet tickets, and I was supposed to come see you in concert. And I got the tickets in the mail the very same day my boss made schedule, and turns out I was not able to meet you, and I cried like a baby. And I cried again when that showed up in my Facebook memories that I wasn't able to go I absolutely love your music. It's very encouraging. I love how you keep it real. You're not afraid to be human, and you let everybody know that it's okay to not be okay. And um, truth be told, it's my absolutely favorite song off your new album. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I love that you're following God's plan for you. And just pray that your family stays blessed. And I'm so thankful that you were able to sing again. So take care. Brandy from Michigan, thanks for calling. Gosh, I'm sorry that we never got to meet in person. You were the winner, and you didn't get to collect the prize. Although I'm not sure meeting me in person would be as much of a grand prize as you might think. So hopefully that eases the 
disappointment a little bit to know that you've probably avoided some disappointment on some level. <laughs> I had to include your call on this VIP Q&A so that in a way we could connect once and for all. And you just proved my theory that people from Michigan, when you ask where they're from, they show you their hand and they point to, you even said the fatty part of your hand, which I, you know, I'm guessing the palm area. So I still don't know what that means when you're telling me where you live, but I sure hope to be in Michigan soon. In the meantime, thank you so much for the support and for the kind words about Truth Be Told. You know, that's not a song that I live up to. It's a song that I'm trying to live up to, just continuing to find the most authentically flawed version of myself, the story that I can tell to the world, and not be afraid to let people know, hey, I'm far from perfect, but let me tell you about a God who is. So I pray that you can continue to find the courage to live that kind of free, authentically flawed life wherever you are in Michigan. God bless you, Brandy. I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not, and you know it. Hi, Matthew, my name is Julie, and I was also born in Chicago, so we have that in common. My all-time favorite song of yours is Motions, that hit me at a time where my relationship with God was more of a task as part of my to-do list instead of a true relationship. So that helped me break out of that particular mold and get back with God in a more real way. And that's one of the things that I love about your songs is that they're real and they don't try to fit some sort of mold that we're trying to encase ourselves in as Christians, but they tell things as they are. And your songs are always so authentic. So here's my question for you. And I know you're going to hate this, but I'm really curious. What song, whether it's one you wrote, sang, or someone else did, what song is speaking to you right now in your life and why? Julie, thanks for the call. Always great to hear from somebody from Chicago, the city where I grew up. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, but have such amazing memories of dad and mom driving my brothers and I into the city and Michigan Avenue and Chicago Cubs games and all that good stuff. It's been so heartbreaking to watch the city of Chicago on the news these days just being ripped apart by violence, rioters, and looting. That is not the path to peace. And, you know, Chicago, like many other cities, has just been just ravaged this year. And it's really been sad to see. So praying for the people in Chicago who are in harm's way, too. Like all the other cities across the country, there's a, there's a lot of good, hardworking people whose businesses have been torn apart and they've been caught in the path. And it's one thing to raise your voice and protest. It's another thing to destroy property and to destroy people's livelihoods and to steal. Just unacceptable. And I know that's not what your call was about, but you just got me all fired up. So you mentioned the song, The Motions, Julie, and you know that's my personal anthem. You'll hear a recurring theme in my music. If you listen to more than one album, you'll hear songs that kind of have that same echoing theme of the motions. In other words, I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to go all in, right? On my latest album, there's a song called What If, which is like chapter three of the song, The Motions. They're kind of cousins because they're I don't know. There's a song on like every album that's sort of a personal kick in the butt to say, come on, Matthew, 
Let's go. You get one shot at this. Make the most of it. Go all in for God's plan for your life. Don't be lukewarm. That's no way to live your life. So I'm glad it's challenged you. As far as a song that's been speaking to me, there's a song that I got to write with my buddy Jeremy Camp, and we're going to do a special feature on it at some point. But it's a song that's been on the radio this past year called Keep Me in the Moment. And 2020, that message has been loud and clear for me. I'm just asking the Lord to keep me in the moment, to enjoy this extra unexpected time with my wife and my daughters, and to really, like the song says, help me live with my eyes wide open, because I don't want to miss what you have for me. And I feel like 2020 is a time where our eyes are being opened wide because our plans are not going the way we thought they should or would go. And when we do that, we can choose the path of plowing forward and just trying to make the best of a bad situation, or we could take a breath we could take a pause. We could have our eyes wide open and say, okay, Lord, you got my attention. Keep me in this moment as opposed to just racing to get out of this moment, this 2020, this devastation, this pandemic, this mess. Keep me in this moment and help me pay attention to what you're trying to say to me. So, oh Lord, keep me in the moment. Help me live with my eyes wide open because I don't want to miss what you have for me. Singing, All right, let's take one more call. Hey, Matthew, it's Joy from Austin, Texas. And Mike from Austin, Texas. And we are always happy when we get to see you live in concert. Looking forward to seeing you soon in San Antonio. So our question is, what do you do about all these crazy fans who travel all over the country to come to your shows, the dozens and dozens of your shows? How do you deal with that? <laughs> so, yeah, we thought we'd ask. Thanks so much for all you do. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, I recognize those voices. Mike and Joy from Texas, some of my most faithful supporters and friends throughout the years. You guys have been to so many of my concerts, and that means so much to me. So I tell you, I love it. I love the thought of showing up in a city and of all the new faces that I'll see in the crowd, the chance to look out into the crowd and see some familiar faces, some people who I know have been in my corner for an awful long time. And I count you two among that group of select few. So thank you. And it sounds like you're going to be seeing me in San Antonio. You did mention that I'm going to be performing in San Antonio, Texas on October 17th at the Tobin Center, beautiful performing arts center that they've had a hard time being shut down for so long that they're finally opening their doors to a safe, socially distanced concert. Uh, It's going to be very limited capacity. Normally, when we come to San Antonio, we've had the opportunity to play for some pretty large crowds. But this is going to be an opportunity for me, my guitar, some songs to sing, and some stories to tell for a very select few people. So if you go to MatthewWest.com, you can find out how to get tickets to that concert. But for those of you who are not in San Antonio, Texas, for those of you who are not within driving distance of San Antonio, Texas, or you're just not able to get tickets in time, 
Let me remind you of the announcement I made at the beginning of this episode. West Fall Fest is coming at you October 16th, 7 p.m. Central. It's going to be an epic one-night-only live virtual concert and, dare I say, variety show just for you to help us all get in the fall spirit. It's going to be epic. Be sure to go to MatthewWest.Veeps.com. That's MatthewWest.Veeps.com. V-E-E-P-S dot com to get your tickets. They're only 10 bucks, but as a listener of this podcast, you get a dollar off. So that would be $9. Am I right? So go to MatthewWest.Veeps.com. Use the code MWPODCAST to get your ticket. Gather your family around your television or computer and get ready for a special night. And by the way, even if you can't attend on the 16th by buying a ticket, we will leave the link to the concert up for one week so you can watch it 3,000 times after. West Fall Fest, don't miss it. It's going to be epic. Hey, what a great time this was today. I want to thank all of my friends who called into the podcast hotline. If you would like to be part of an episode, a future episode, because at the end of every month, we're going to be doing a VIP Q&A episode. And after listening to today, I'm sure you can understand why. This is so much fun. All you need to do is call 601-301-2208. That's 601-301-2208. You can also visit the notes for the podcast at matthewwest.com slash podcast. We'll post the number there. You can call, tell me who you are, where you're from, tell me what you want to talk about, share your story, or ask a question Love to have you on next month's episode. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening to the Matthew West Podcast. Now go out, make the most of the one life you get. Don't go through the motions. And remember, it's your story for his glory. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Seriously, I, I, I do.